What's up, freaks? Welcome to the broadcast. This time we're in the Netherlands and I am spending some days at a friend's place in Appeldoorn between Euroblast and Proc Power Europe. And with me, my very good friend and special co host for this episode, Mr. Rune Belswick Reyners from Norway, now living in France. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Dario, and, and thanks for having me on. Awesome. Yeah, we. it was, for both of us, it was the first time at Euroblast. Yes, and, absolutely. And I think we can uh, spoil the surprise from the very beginning. We really, really enjoyed it. It was an amazing festival overall. Yes, I agree. It was uh, a great weekend with, uh, yeah, great performances all through, which we're going to go into, of course. So yeah, I like you said, I think we both had a, a perfect first Euroblast experience. Absolutely. Um, despite being quite busy with a lot of interviews, which we, we hope we can present to you over the next uh, month, I guess, because there, there are 19 of them. Um, so uh, if we put them all together, it would be like a five-hour podcast, maybe. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Not in one go, no. <laughs> but yeah, stay tuned for, for a couple of cool surprises uh, there. And uh, But right now we want to talk about uh, the, the performances of the bands. And there were a lot of bands, 43 or 46, I believe, something around that. And um, it started with the Ignite Night at the Club Volta. And I have to to say about that um yeah well i missed my bus in the morning so i missed uh three performances and two of them were my most mo most eagerly anticipated ones uh from mobius and soul splitter so that was a little bit sad and uh well i, I i'll hand over to rune and he he will tell you a little bit about the first three bands yeah, yeah, of course, uh, Dario was very sad that he got there late, which I can understand as it was a very good lineup for their their uh, Ignite Night, as they call their the, the party or the, the concert before the festival starts, really. Started out with Syrinx or Sphinx. Uh, Sphinx? Uh, yeah, a Ger German, German band, uh, which I think is from... Cologne, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From my my research has told me they are yeah. a trio from Cologne. Yes, a trio, a trio. Uh, your your typical uh, bass guitar uh, player, uh, guitar player, drummer. That also and also of course the guitar player, I believe, was the vocalist. And uh, yeah, it was an interesting gig. Um, it's hard when you're a three piece like that it's hard not to be compared to Rush <laughs> I think it is also because the vocalist had uh, this kind of high pitched high reaching voice which yeah which was good I, I enjoyed the gig even though I have to say it's uh, this called I, I call this a kind of starty stoppy music where it's made okay. up of very many parts their music and uh, uh, I enjoyed it when they got into like almost like a bluesy jam and then suddenly it would like change into something different. And I hadn't heard the album before or their, their releases before. So it was new to me, uh, but it was interesting. Yeah, Sounds cool. 
And then next up was uh, the French band Mobius from Lyon. Uh, and of course, there was a little hiccup for them, uh, which is really a, was really a... Unfortunate yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, unfortunate thing with their vocalist, uh, which had a, a medical issue just a few days before the festival, and thus were unable to go on stage with them. She still was able to be there and, and support the guys, but she didn't... Yeah, mentally. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, I believe and she did some and lights and helped out with some stuff, but of course yeah. she... And she could could uh, take take the atmosphere in for, for Exactly, herself. because, as you know, we spoke to the guys, they yeah. were eagerly anticipating their trip to Cologne, and it would have been very sad if he had, she had to miss out on all of it, but... Uh, in her absence, the guys did an amazing gig on stage. Yeah, they, they, I don't know if they had um, sort of reshaped their music in any way, but it is different when you hear it without vocals. You get a focus on some of the more, some of the more classic progressive metal parts became more noticeable. And yeah, in general, a very, very good performance from them. Uh, featuring a lot of stuff from their first album and, of course, the latest single, which is... Yeah, I'm not even trying that <laughs> pronunciation, but just a, a, a very good track. Yeah, and then there was, coming up after, was uh, the German band, which I know you were looking so much forward to. Yes. It broke my heart a little that you couldn't make it in Mine time. Mine as well. But, yeah. Soul Splitter, uh, which I would say was uh, also a very, very interesting performance from them. You know, they have um, several, I don't know how many vocalists was, were featured during that show, but five, five six people. I think. Yeah, uh, and uh, quite a variety of voices and styles, female as well as male, and uh, having their, um, one of the vocalists do like a, uh, rendition of the story of the album. The narration. Yeah, the narration, which worked very well. Uh, so I think for people who enjoy this kind of more, you know, concept albums, the, the theatrical side of progressive music, this is a band to pay attention to. Uh, just a really good, uh, a really good show for them, and I believe one of their first. It was their second overall. They did like a dress rehearsal at home in Mannheim, and uh, so this was also more or less the album release gig. Yeah. You could also already buy it. You there. could buy it there, yeah. Um, but the actually the crowdfunding is still running. Mm. So if you're into that kind of stuff. Uh, Check out their Facebook page, Soul Splitter, and check out this the the crowdfund crowdfunding video, um, which is yeah, which will give you a little bit of an idea what they are all about. Yeah, and I will because the band des definitely deserves some support. Yeah. Yes, and check out their two singles, the Moloch and the Maze. Yeah, and then up. There was uh, Tundra, of course. From Spain. Yeah. Uh, you you managed to see a little I, bit of them. I, I saw like half an hour of yeah. their, I think, hours, hour long set. Just or? about an hour yeah. of a show, yeah. 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 And they're the kind of band that is, what can I say, incredibly energetic on stage. Yeah. Uh, they're post rockish. What, what can we call that? It's kind of a yeah. atmospheric post rock. 
but still uh, yeah, good energy. Very, very powerful. Uh, very like, uh, like I said, atmospheric and. Uh, yeah, I, I think they were a good headliner for the first night. Yeah. They 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 came and they they played the, their asses off really, and uh, the audience seemed to really really enjoy that. Yeah, right. That was the Ignite Night at Club Volta. Um, let's jump right into the Friday, the first full festival day at the Essig Fabric. Um, First up, where Val is a place from the UK. I managed to catch catch uh, one or two songs, and and what what I heard from outside when I was running around and and preparing for some interviews and stuff uh, sounded really nice and pleasant. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They're this kind of band that uh, sounds modern. Uh, uh, without necessarily diving too deep into the. Uh, Corish or Gentish uh, type of music, even if, of course, it's existent within their sound. Yeah. And uh, for the festival, it was a very nice opener. I felt. Yeah. Uh, very fitting. Yeah. For 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 the like the the core uh, sound of the festival. Yeah, not, the not core not audience of the festival. Not as not, well. not speaking yeah. about metalcore or hardcore or, or postcore or anything, but yeah. the. The core, core yeah. audience. Audience, yes. yeah. 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 And that's what the I think. The core style they, of music. Yeah. They were a, a good opener yeah. and, and did a good job. Kin Beneath Chorus, I had to say I missed it them because I had yeah. to do an interview. Um, so they were the winners of the poll from Greece, from of the fan poll. Yeah, I managed to see them. They were incredibly excited to, of course, win the contest to be on stage at the festival. And it, that showed on stage with their enthusiasm. Uh, they also are a uh, band, progressive, uh, metalcore, deathcore bands, but once again, a lot of different influences go into the music. I must admit that their later stuff, like the, the latest um, uh, single, yeah. uh, The Mountain, was just great on stage. Worked very well and uh, has that perfect mix of ambience and power. So. Once again, another band who who I enjoyed what I saw from them. Awesome. Next up on the main stage was the first of many Danish bands, uh, yeah. Siamese. I I wrote down party metalcore. I mean, they have the new album Superhuman out, and there's song, songs like I think there's some song that also has something with party in the title, and of course bananas. Yes. And. Uh, <laughs> Um, but there is also other stuff that's more serious. Absolutely. Um, like o Ocean yeah. Bed or something was the second single, I think, and that sounded really good. I yeah. I also only caught like one one song because I was busy, but but seemed to be as expected a good uh, party vibe. <laughs> Absolutely, I've seen them once before. They introduced themselves as we are R and B core. Which yeah. I think is a very fitting way to to describe the band. It's a, a great mix of more like poppy, catchy things, with a, a subsurface layer of, of core of power and and yeah, it's and also you could tell from their performance that 
these guys are starting to really get their act together. You know, they know how to engage the audience and how to, you know, bring both the fun, like with their sprinkling of bananas into the <laughs> crowd, yeah. and the more emotional, you know, pull back from that and do like things that. You know. and, and they also have a violinist, right? They do, they do. They yeah. have a that brings a nice, nice flavor. Yeah, one of the guys played a violin in in addition to play the to play the guitar. So yeah, ah, he changed. Uh, yeah, he, ah, he, I he, didn't see he that. plays he yeah. plays both. And, awesome. Uh, yeah. So, but I feel like this new uh, their latest releases have had more focus on the violin, and that's that works well. Nice. Uh Yeah, Sunbeam Overdrive from France. I managed. I didn't manage to see them. Sadly. Me neither. Yeah. Uh, we we. I, I think uh, somewhere in my luggage, I got like a, a flyer with the with a QR code to check out their debut EP, I yeah. believe, which I will do. And that's the thing the time. About, about the festival like this, right, Dario? That there are just so many bands, and especially since both. Us were involved with doing the interviews and everything. We there were certain things we missed out on, and and that's too bad. But uh, being who we are with our interest in music, we will of course check this out. And yeah, they were. That was also the. That was also the uh, one band where I didn't find that much of information beforehand. Doing a quick research, no. and I didn't have the time to dig deeper. So um yeah definitely something to do our homeworks uh, like afterwards uh, exactly um but now we're coming to one of my favorites oh, absolute yeah, we're, favorites we're staying in we're staying in France really we're moving on to another uh, Fra French band yeah. uh, they've been around for some time and uh clone are one of my favorite uh, atmospheric Bands, of course, they changed their sound from oh, yeah. the beginning. Very much so. And uh, but the new album is out. Was out one week before the festival, and um, it is such a beautiful atmosphere. Amazing melodies and uh, one of the first, uh, the first band that uh, our good friend Chris Edrich uh, was mixing. Yeah. And the sound was absolutely phenomenal. It was very, Des very despite good. Um, some problems from from Aldrich, uh, the second the rhythm guitar player, uh, but he they managed to to overcome the technical problems. They and, did. They did. Um, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, um, I agree. Very, very good show. Uh, good sound, which a band like Clone needs needs for their very layered, atmospheric kind of. Style of music, yeah. But yeah, just just a just a masterclass in how to <laughs> how to how to do atmospheric music like exactly, that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, just very good, beautiful. And also for something different for the festival. Oh yeah, so but then, also one of our favorites. Absolutely, going downstairs to the 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 second stage, uh, the UK band Azur was on. Um, Being biased, uh, I'm a was a, I'm a very big fan of them before seeing them, so I looked forward to it, and and I have to say they didn't disappoint me at all. Uh, very fresh sounding, different style of band for the festival. Yeah, yeah, with a a mix of uh, I would say almost like 70s inspired prog with 
you know, 80s the, pop. Yeah, <laughs> 80s pop, but also if you like the classic uh, style of prog metal, your Dream Theaters, your Queens Reiches, then those guys are <laughs> big fans and they have incorporated that kind of style into their music. And I think I said that they sounded very British as well. Yeah. Even if it's hard to define what that <laughs> means for me, I, I sort of felt that they uh, and their whole style on stage and everything was just like a yeah a, a breath of fresh air, really. Absolutely. Um, I have to say, I, I after hearing that uh, the song that you played on the Proc Files, uh, on your Euroblast special, I was not quite yeah. completely convinced because it was it was quite all over the place a little bit. Yeah, like a lot of stuff happened. Exactly, that's Red Tail, their latest EP, yeah. which is also a twenty-minute song with a lot of stuff going <laughs> on. To put it, yeah, so that's not something that immediately necessarily goes into your mind and stays there because it's just uh, a lot so of stuff. Varied. Yeah, varied. Yeah. yeah. But with their shorter tracks that I played, because of course adding a twenty minute or to <laughs> their set wasn't was for me at least sadly not possible. But but yeah. They, so um, actually, actually, I went back to um, uh, after your Proc Files show. I went back to listening to it uh, before I went to your blast, and um, I still didn't really get into it. Mm -hmm. But uh, I have to admit, with with their performance and their uh, overall their their exuberant um, joy, they they displayed on and off stage. They they just got me such lovely people. <laughs> they won you over completely. Uh, yeah. I feel yeah. yeah yeah yeah. So that was a, a, a great great one, and then then it was back upstairs again, of course. For, yeah. Uh, Next French band. Yes. Uneven structure. Very much a French and Danish, as we'll come back to edition this yeah. year. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. But Uneven structure also, they have a new album uh, coming up in two weeks. And they played also, they had a live premiere of the, the fourth single then of, of that upcoming album, which they filmed for, for a music video. And um, they they play kind of a, a, a thing that I would call atmospheric uh, uh, gent. Uh, they they have a lot more atmosphere than the the normal gent, progressive gent or progressive metalcore bands. Um, but they are not like full on atmospheric as Clone are. Um, but yeah, they put on a really great show I, yeah I, that's I really liked it yeah that's another band where I I didn't manage to catch all of their show but what I saw was like you say it was very professionally done absolutely so good another good performance there on the main stage yes yeah now well, one of the bands with the longest um, uh, trips uh, longest uh, journey yeah, yeah journey to get to the festival yes uh, Anima Tempo from Mexico. Yeah. Um, I will see them this upcoming weekend at, at Proc Power. Um, and I was busy interviewing the Hirsch Effect guys during that performance. D did you manage to catch yeah. it? Yeah, that was part of the reason why I didn't get to see all of the, the set of an even structure because I had a break and then I needed to head downstairs again because they also played on the, the second stage. Which of course was a bit of a challenge sound-wise. It's a 
a typical basement stage where, you know, it's quite a a, a small room or a smaller room. And uh, but I think they they manage to do the job very well down there. It's it's I would say with Anima Tempo, it's uh, impressively dense music. There's so yes, much going I, on I in, in their it, sound. Uh, yeah. And um, it's just it's just very impressive when you see them live recreating this that you have like marveled at on the album, and then uh, you see them on the stage doing doing their stuff. So I was impressed, uh, and uh, I'm looking f- very much forward to seeing the, them again this upcoming weekend for Prog Power on. Uh, a bigger b- stage, d- uh, yes, on a bigger stage. So, so yeah, absolutely, well, another. We'll, ha- we'll have one more band later that will play also at Prog Power at the biggest stage. Yeah. And uh, we I think we both are excited to see them again. Um, more on them later. Back up to the main stage and back to France. <laughs> Once again, back to France. Yeah. And, the uh, French are killing it this festival. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, Kedinja were also killing it. Like Absolutely. They, they, I, I, I would say they're, they're one of the quintessential gent bands. Uh, but they're doing it so well, and even though I'm not the big fan of the genre as it is, they're doing it so well, and they they had the 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 audience in in their pockets, so to speak. Yeah. I, had, I had the feeling. That's that's the thing, right? Just I think uh, both you and me are not like the biggest metalcore, the biggest gent fans or whatever. But when you have a band like Kadinja which also brings a lot of, you know, the, the early 90s influences into their music. It's like video game music. It's like all this kind of catchy stuff. And it just becomes a very, very fun package yeah. for yeah. you to enjoy. You just mentioned the the 90s. Well, they, they, they their second album from the beginning of the year was called Super 90. Yeah. And they just released on that day, I believe, when they played last Friday, mm-hmm. they released a cover album called DNA oh, yeah, with nineties right. covers. Yeah. So And they also played um Falling Away From Me from Korn. Oh yeah. And the last song of the set was uh uh the the new shade from Marilyn Manson. Oh you're right, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh this style of early uh or or the '90s vibe and crossover slash new metal. Yeah, that's the that's the genres I'm looking yeah. for. So thank you, <laughs> but yeah, that they, they uh, yeah they have a nostalgia for it and it works out very well for them in their their. They, they have a nostalgia yeah. for it and they 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 infuse it with with their Kadinja style and still sound like very much very modern. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? It's a, it's a, it's an inspiration. It's a, it's it's a, not at all like a copy or anything. You can just yes. hear that these guys love this era of music. Back down to the basement to some darker stuff from Poland. Yeah, Votum. Also a band that sort of skirts on the fringes of what the festival is yeah. doing in general. Um, more the- of a I wouldn't call this classical prog metal. But, no, no, but, no, no, know, not the, at all. I, I get I get a lot of Catatonia vibes from them. Yes, which is as, amazing. I like as, it. I agree. <laughs> I agree. As well as you know, your Pain of Salvations. Yeah. Your yeah, your 
the more atmospheric parts of Opeth, this yeah. all this kind of stuff where that came up in I would say like the late nineties yeah. and uh two thousands. So yeah. it's it was very nice to be able to see a band like that as well yeah. uh being embraced by Euroblast. Yes. Yeah. And uh, well they didn't have a new album since 2016, like a full album. But um, at the end of last year, they released a single called Hate about cyberbullying, yes. which is a really hard track uh, to go through emotionally. Yeah, Because it's comprised of, like, the, the chorus is comprised of the, like, real online, hateful online commentaries. Mm. And um, it's quite um, electronic, the studio version. And the, the singer Bartosz, I believe, uh, he did a heart-wrenching acoustic version of it. And um, like hearing him sing, I hope your kids will die, is like yeah. something that you have to swallow. <laughs> and uh, it's very hard, but it's, it, it serves its purpose absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And it's so important... And it's so uh, enriching to hear bands uh, take part in in these important issues and yeah. and, and, and further them caring so, caring about, yeah. caring about caring uh, about their people yeah fellow uh, people uh, yeah yeah. Which, <laughs> yeah absolutely so so once again uh, downstairs uh, but with a decent enough sound and uh, of course a great performance yes yeah. The first Australian band of the festival upstairs now, Dead Ledger Circus. Yeah, I'm not a big fan, I have to admit, for that alternative rockish style. What I saw was a good performance, absolutely. Yeah, no doubt about that. I I uh, I agree. Very good performance. Uh, uh, not uh, personally my biggest like favorite style of 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 uh, progressive or technical music either but also just so incredibly professional uh very good with the crowd very yeah, yeah just like you see these guys and and you know that <laughs> they know what they're doing yes. so yeah uh, uh, another 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 great show there yeah right um up to Finland, yeah. D downstairs again. Only, only Finnish band of the weekend, I think. Yes. Yeah, but but really well, representing. No, no, oh, no. There no. was another one, but we missed. Uh, we probably missed them both. We, ah. Um, but Wheel. Uh, I mean, we we've been talking on the on the broadcast a lot about them, and I've seen them uh, with Soen, of course, on tour earlier this year and last year at Summer Breeze as well. Um, they're a fantastic band. And uh, dare I say it? Of course I dare say it. It's, <laughs> it's the better Tool album of this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not going to get into that discussion, but but I agree it's a very good album. That's, that's all I will say about that. And uh, of course they are another band that's fronting this kind of darker, more moody style of progressive yeah. music that seems to be sweeping in and, and, and really, really making a... a uh, yeah, making a bump in the progressive community for the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, awesome. The the Hirsch effect was the headliner for the Friday uh, German band and um, not the only uh, German speaking German band or German lyrics band on the festival. 
but um, certainly a very unique band. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. The Hirsch effect is just impossible to pin down. You yes. you can't really, you can't really, you never know what to expect from them with when they release music either, and on stage. Also within their songs, yeah. you never know what to expect. Yeah, next. <laughs> things are are moving in in every direction while still being able to be cohesive, which is yeah. uh, a feat in itself. Uh, yeah, just just a, a very artful band, I would yeah. describe them as. Uh, I think uh, they were labeled, I don't know if by themselves, or I think I heard the label Artcore. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I haven't heard that, but uh, I, I would say that that's a very fitting description then, because, yeah, like I said, uh, you feel uh, that in their whole uh, their whole uh, concept of the band, there is a lot of uh, art. There's a lot of thought going into their stuff, yeah. and uh, and uh, yeah, good good headliner. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, finishing off uh, the Friday were two bands downstairs. First one was the second Finnish band Atlas. Oh yeah. And then the Germans of Verderver. <laughs> yes. And, uh, well, after that first long day, I have to admit, I skipped them and uh, used the time to, for socializing. That's sadly the... Well, I didn't use my time for socializing. I used my time for sleep. So for <laughs> me, that's sadly the same. I After the Hirsch effects, I was just spent and, and yeah, and I, I didn't manage to see them. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, they were there, and what I saw from the pictures, and the, the, they did a good job. Yeah, and I heard from several people, yeah. which I spoke to, that were were quite, uh, yeah, quite that was quite experience. a show, yeah, yeah. quite experience. Awesome. So, so I'm, I'm sort of sad I missed them, but yeah. the day only has so many hours, and you need some sleep, so. Absolutely. Yeah, and I got some sleep before uh, the next day of the festival of course yes saturday coming up next that was starting out on the main stage with um strains yeah from belgium that were uh, replacing uh port noir yeah that's that sadly had to yeah. to, to cancel to cancel their their uh, appearance, appearance but yeah. uh, but i think there was a, a good replacement there uh with uh, strange Strange, a band that I I hadn't heard about before. I me neither. I saw them. I um, same as with the with the starting band of the Sunday. Um, I was preparing the interviews upstairs, but the the music came through from downstairs, and what I heard was good. Yeah, was energetic. Uh, I I I managed to see see a few tracks of them. I would say that's more to the. Um, uh, the core features of the festival, yeah. uh, more of a, we can't call anything standard, but more of a metalcore band. Yeah. Uh, but still this kind of very, and also a band that you could see it, <laughs> these guys were eager to be on stage. Yeah. They were eager to play in front of people and, uh, you know, that that uh, translated to a, a sleepy audience that was just uh, <laughs> arriving Waking at up, the, yeah. arriving at the yeah. Essig Fabrique. So okay. very, very good start of the day. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but like the real start for of, of the day for us, like where we really were musically into it, yeah, was for also, full gig, yeah, for was Art Palace from Denmark, yeah. Um, that was, uh, I mean, I knew that they were gonna be different from from the 
usual styles, stylistics, and um, yeah, they proved they proved absolutely uh, absolutely yeah they proved that with their appearance with the the singer with the, with the little trumpet thingy oh yeah the and yeah <laughs> he had a uh, he had a, a small horn that he yeah. played at one point yeah. their album uh, that was released least last year i believe things to place on the moon yeah. is like one of my favorite albums of last year listened to it a ton and you know uh, i did uh, the mars volta you know similarities there uh, missing a band that sounded that had that kind of freaky weird thing this band definitely had that and and uh, being able to see them on stage and once again a band with an energy that was unmatched at the end of the show there were like five very sweaty danish guys <laughs> on stage which had like given everything they could and uh yeah the audience seemed to be very very appreciative of their of their performance yes yeah. and and we talked to the guys and yeah they for for me i have to say i'm not the biggest mars volta fan but i could hear the influences and and I but I, I I liked it better than than the Mars Volta. There's something with the Mars Volta which doesn't appeal to me, mm. but they take the influences from them that I like. Yeah. So that was cool. I think <laughs> you're. I, I think I can see what you say there. Of course, uh, Odd Palace is uh, more of a cohesive band. The Mars Volta is sometimes very far out there with their <laughs> artistic stuff, and, yeah. and and Odd Palace is 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 less crazy like that. That I believe they were more crazy <laughs> at one point, <laughs> but they have managed to reel in and, and and get a very nice, very nice sound to their their stuff. So yeah, yeah. great, great gig. Up again to the main stage we had from Russia, Shokran. Yeah, um, that was a gig I actually missed out on. Um, after Old Palace, I was, I had to, yeah, <laughs> to have a little break. Yeah. So I didn't see Shokran. Did you manage to? Yes, I saw them. Um, I also reviewed their previous album, I think two years ago or something. Mm. And um, well, there was they were sadly missing their bass player because uh, they didn't get his passport done. Um, in time but they put on a great show nevertheless and uh yeah great egyptian <laughs> egyptian russian stuff <laughs> um the next two bands uh that i i wrote down denmark number three and then denmark number four yes i also missed due to interviews did you see a fiction or ghost iris? Yeah, I saw a bit of uh, as fiction. As fiction. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a yeah. Uh, I saw a bit of them, uh, and I have to say, once again, a band I didn't know before, but I enjoyed what I saw. Uh, I would say, you know, uh, more of a, if not straightforward, that but more of a. a death metally vibe to, yeah. to these guys that's what i wrote down from yeah. my preparation oh well. yeah yeah uh, i would say that this band is also if not an outlier uh then it's like a band that is representing a style that you didn't hear so oh, much yeah. during the festival yeah. and that was very for me being an old death metal black metal head <laughs> it was very cool to to hear someone yeah do that and yeah 
Ghost Iris, Ghost Iris, on the other hand, are very much in the in the middle of the of the oh yeah of the core. Of the, <laughs> the core of the style of the yeah. which the festival promotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I saw them with Soen and Wheel in Munich earlier this year. So I saw their show. I know that they put on a on a massively entertaining and energetic show. Yeah, and I can imagine that was a good lineup with the uh, wheel and so on. Because not only are they uh, like part of that core scene, but they have a lot of atmospherics in their music. Yeah, it was a little bit. Uh, I, I thought it was a little bit too far out, actually. Oh, you um, felt so. Too. Huh. I, I talked with Randy in another um, um, episode of the, the, the podcast about yeah. that show, yeah. and um, we were thinking about well, if we have like uh, a long concert evening with bands like Randy's own band, this is not an elephant, or um, yeah, and and then then uh, uh, wheel and and. Soen and Carnival and Tool that that gets too sameish for 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 one mm, evening. It's it's not enough variety to yeah. to, to um, stay interesting uh, th- throughout uh, more shows oh, on yeah. one evening. Well, so um, you might be right in that. Yeah, I I, I believe uh, Ghost Irish uh, Ghost Iris would fit better in in another uh, touring mm. environment, but they did well. They, they they absolutely did well, and uh, I, as I didn't see the show at Euroblast, I I can't say anything about it, but I I I'm absolutely sure they went well down with the Euroblast crowd. Yeah, I I can't <laughs> imagine anything else because, absolutely. like you said, a very suiting band for the festival. Yes. Um, back downstairs to oh, yeah. one of your absolute <laughs> favorites Thunder Stone from Denmark yeah the, once again a band that I have listened to uh, their their 2018 album Time We Were way too much and uh, that I was looking very much forward to see you know always when you see especially a young band that haven't been around for very long and you don't you don't know will it translate from album to stage that's yeah. always a, a something that that can be a worry but for these Danes <laughs> that wasn't anything to <laughs> yeah to worry about they we, were just yeah from we, the we, we will have something about that the, there's something similar later on that oh, day yeah. again <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah they did an uh, an amazing show uh uh, once again, uh, I have to say that the sound people downstairs uh, did a, did a very good job with the, those circumstances yeah, exactly, of the room. Exactly, because that room I can imagine being very difficult to work with sometimes. And when you have bands with that amount of stuff going on in their music, in addition to the power which um, which Sunless Stone has, then it's challenging. But yeah, yeah. they did a. Um, and or, did a great show, yeah. Or already, or uh, yeah, in such a small room, the stage sound is already so loud because the the drums are acoustic, like the are direct without exactly, any amplification, yeah. are so loud that you have to mix uh, the rest somehow accordingly. Yeah. So it's it's sometimes hard to keep it a little bit quieter, mm. but overall they 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 did a good job. Yeah, they they really burned through and 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 finished off with Biomorph, which is one of my favorite <laughs> tracks. And yeah, it's just 
Yeah, after this gig, it wasn't only the Danes who were sweaty. I think the whole crowd was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it, I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to, uh, um, how do you say delving uh, into, or yeah, going and, into and, the, and uh, yeah. putting my teeth into, into exactly it. to to have, <laughs> into have more the, time with the, the, the time, album, yeah, time weaver, time weaver, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, spending time with time weaver. Yeah, and then it was... Worship time. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then it was time for one of, I think, one of the most anticipated bands of the weekend for many. Uh, just for because, many, yeah. yeah. Be, just because... There's a, there's an unbelievable hype going on. Yeah. And uh, um, I, I must say, for the most part, absolutely... Um, yeah, deserved. Deserved. Yeah. For uh, the amazing Sleep Token, of yeah. course. They finally released their debut album, yeah. Give, this year. And... Uh, Well, that was something to behold. Yeah, it was, yeah, because, you know, I know quite a lot of people who have told me that listening to their releases, they don't really get the hype, as you say, that's going on uh, around the band. But this is truly a band to see live. Uh, yes, this I is, agree. This is a full experience, you know, the stage performance, the sound, uh, the special little things they do live that you can't get on the, on the, the release, the, 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 the studio the, version. Yeah, the studio versions. Uh, all of this stuff adds up to make it a, a incredible experience. And um, yeah, for, for, for people who don't know them, they perform with, uh, with costumes, with masks, yeah. with, Uh, and 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 this whole concept, which of course isn't unknown, with having uh, unknown cast of band members, you yeah. don't know who's behind these masks, which is of course nothing new now with with a band like Ghost, which <laughs> everybody knows about. Yeah. But at the same time, a band like um, like Sleep Token uh, does it for me in a in a different different yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a lot of. Um, It's a, it's so much emotion in their performance yeah. as well. The, the 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 vocalist I have no clue who he is, but but his <laughs> his vocals are truly amazing. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, hosier with breakdowns. Yeah, and uh, exactly yeah, uh, and uh, there's such just with his body movement and everything. It's it's like a, a kind of a, a, a ritual. A, yeah, quiet desperation in there coming out through his 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 uh, voice. Oh, and of course we have to mention the the <laughs> cover of Hey Ya. They they <laughs> ended up with you know uh, when you hear a, a song like that, that's like a, a hip hop kind of track. That fun you, track, yeah, a fun track, and then played in a very melancholic, very slow, very moving way that sort of gives the song uh, a new meaning. Yeah, absolutely uh, mesmerizing there. Yeah, awesome. More Danish goodness downstairs. Yeah. Cold night for alligators. Never stops with the Danes. This <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, well, they, we are almost at the end of the Danes, oh, but yeah, uh, yeah. but, but they kept it up through the the festival. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cold night for alligators. Yeah. Didn't manage to to see them. Sadly, I saw one yeah. one song and they were absolutely top notch. Yeah. Um, they also play play a, a kind of metalcore that is more than just metalcore. They add a lot of, also some some unique atmosphere and some yeah. um, melodies to it. Um, and some craziness, right? Some I've craziness. listened to it yeah. uh, 
on the studio albums or the studio versions and and it's some kind of sometimes it's just crazy stuff that you don't expect which is very very nice in this yeah, yeah. and we also had them uh up in our press area for an interview mm. so they are one one of those bands uh you can get some more info yeah. about in the next time to come we will get back to up uh on the main stage the co-headliner for the day and Denmark number seven for Euroblast this year. Yeah, um, one of the big Danes, you have to say here, yeah. Yeah, and they, they, they've been going like uh, steep towards... Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> a steep incline in their in their uh, in the hype around them in the the, uh, the amount of press they've been given and, uh, the and festival the appearances the touring yeah. the band everything has been going yeah. uh, right for this band over the last yeah. couple of years yeah we're talking about Vola of, of course. course yeah and um, yeah I, I, I saw them a week before in Munich mm-hmm. and I loved everything about the show and that Euroblast as well. And uh they, they of course they played Euroblast a lot of times already. Yeah. Um but yeah, this was of course their biggest show so uh, at Euroblast mm. so far at the also at the uh like biggest slot so to speak as co-headliner on the big stage right directly before BT Bam. And uh well they, that's where they belong. They Yeah, I can't <laughs> argue with that. Of course that's up there on the main stage, that's where that band belongs. That's uh, they they've always ever from the first time we saw them, right? Uh, after the release of their first album, uh you could feel that this was a band that had <laughs> uh, uh, they still have a great potential to go even further. Yeah, yeah, but, but they belong on big stages, that's for yeah. sure. Uh with their large sound, their catchy music, they're very uh, professional is yeah. Just just a very very good band and another good performance from them. Uh, yes. They're touring mates and uh one of Three Norwegian bands, I guess, on the yeah, festival. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, three. There were yeah. uh, Random Point, then uh, two, and then and we had Frost Frostbit, as I would say. Yeah. All right, but yeah, Rendezvous Points on were on tour with Vola, and they played right after Vola downstairs. Yeah, and the, I believe it's uh, their second time at the Euroblast Festival, or I might may be wrong, but uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. The, the, and uh, and uh, I can see why they wanted to bring them back, <laughs> because of course Random Point is uh, also a very good band that I think could have. Uh, they're they're also a band with a, the kind of sound that would have been good on the the big stage. Yeah. But they made the most of it on the small stage. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's the other band we were we are going to see at Proc Power as well on the, on a bigger stage. Yeah. Looking forward um, to yeah. And um, I'm I'm. It's no secret. I'm a massive <laughs> fan, and uh, I can see them playing the big stage at Euroblast in two years with a third album, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if they follow up uh, their two first albums in the same way, then this is going to be a band to to pay attention to. That's yeah. It's just just a very 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 good band. Yes. Probably. Um, yeah, I think the biggest band 
of the whole festival, the biggest headliner between the Buried and Me. Yeah. Even with two sets, um, I saw I, I saw most of the first set and some of the second set, and it was a third or fourth time I saw between the Buried and Me for me personally, and I never got into their studio records, but. This time it was especially awe-inspiring. I thought their performance. They they are at the top of their game, and they played like a best of from their whole discography, and uh, yeah, and and an absolutely worthy headliner. And and um, I also want to commend uh, John and Daniel and and Alan, the the booking, uh, the the booker from Euroblast for for doing this because it's not like. Um, it's not uh, usually you wouldn't expect a festival to invite such uh, um, uh, like like a, a, an, an evening with format to the festival stage because the slots are 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 often very very um, 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 like strict. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. I. Uh, yeah, uh, between Buried and me, I have to say uh, I, I rely on your judgment because that's a band that I, I've never been able to come to terms with. Yeah. Uh, of course, you can't say any negative, anything negative because, once again, such accomplished musicians and so, so professional. But, yeah, so I saw a little bit, but I think uh, Dario's views on that is, is the best to follow for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we had between between the bird and me downstairs. We yep. had Arch Echo playing from the United States, uh, very very talented young musicians who are playing a kind of yeah instrumental uh, fusion, fusion metal yeah. style. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very rock metal. Yeah, very entertaining as well. Um, I they were also on tour with Vola and Rendezvous Point, and I saw their show also one week back in Munich, and it's. Super entertaining. They're massively talented. Um, yeah, and this might be what you were talking about with the tour with Ghost Diaries and Wheel and so on. Here you have three bands that are have a bit of a different style yeah. to them, which sort of makes the experience even yeah. more exciting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but I'm not too far from each other. Exactly, uh, able to enjoy. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, once again, uh, a great, a great band. Uh, a little bit of an outlier yeah. band with their fusion stuff, which yeah. was on the Sunday. There were two more. We will get to them later, and uh, in in that style. Um, but especially the drummer is is going crazy on stage. So that's also a band that translates very well on stage. Um, I couldn't get into their studio stuff because I did there. I was like missing some memorable hooks. Yeah. But then I saw them live, and I was absolutely sold. I have to admit. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Yeah. I, personally, I really love their their stuff on the on the albums, and uh, but it's it is it it sounds very what can I say? It, it's it's like very well paced, very intellectual on the album. Yeah. And then they manage to sort of push through that on stage and make it just all fun and energetic. Yeah. And yeah. So. Very good, yeah. 
Closing yeah. of closing of the Saturday with two exceptional performances. One of uh, Rune's most anticipated had with had with wings, also yeah. from the United States. Um, their first appearance outside of the United States, I would believe. Yeah, I leave, I think you're right in that. I think this was their first gig outside of the States, uh, starting off their little tour that they were doing in Germany with Soul Splitter that we mentioned earlier, which I would uh, hope to that people went and, and, and saw, because I have to say that for me, this is probably my favorite performance of the entire festival. Mm-hmm. Um once again the the basement the, the downstairs stage um but uh, since Hedwig Wings is more of a uh, more of a progressive rock band or an alternative rock band than a than a metal band that uh, really Helped was a lot an advantage it, yeah. for them yeah absolutely uh, their sound was was great and uh, and the vocals came through very, very well, which is uh, so important for them because yeah. their vocalist, Joshua Corum, has a very emotive voice, I would say. Yes. And uh, the fact that you could hear him so well um, made just uh, the gig. Uh, yeah, it, it it made the gig. The other guys, yeah, they, they played perfectly. They were able to transfer the uh, melancholy of the album to the stage and I would even have to say that maybe it's even stronger live than it is on the album mm-hmm. so uh, so for me that was uh, a definite highlight yeah a hell of a gig and uh, yeah uh, let's hope we can see them back in Europe before long I'm with you on they, that they absolutely deserve to to come yes. back here yeah and then, of course, another Norwegian yeah, band. Not only a Norwegian band, but from my hometown of Trondheim. <laughs> uh, so, and of course, I know them from way back. And now they're back again, sort of, because yeah. they had a period where nothing much was happening with them. But now they're back in full force. It's 22. Yes. Yeah. And I saw them with touring with uh, Leprous and Agent Fresco and, and their crazy energy. They all, new energy music they call themselves their style and it is hell hell of a, an energetic uh, way of playing music yeah I, I was a bit afraid because you know I've seen them well you've seen them as well and you know that energy and especially how Magnus the guitarist uh, the guitarist jumps, uh, around. jumps around and on that little stage in that little yeah. room how would he be able to yeah, yeah but they, they did uh, they did what they do best they they really yeah and then they, they came they came from another gig that evening so they played the very last uh, slot uh, on the saturday at one in the morning yeah and they had a little bit of a problem in the beginning to get some equipment malfunctions or something yeah. so it took a while it was but yeah it was their second gig on that day exactly yeah and they just <laughs> came rushing in and, and wow. set up and and, and <laughs> started blasting out their music <laughs> you can't do anything but respect that yeah that, yeah, that, yeah. That kind and, of, and yeah. it uh, and it certainly kept me awake after that I wanted to stay and party <laughs> to, to keep it up yeah which I did for for a bit but then at one point, I had to go because there was fun, one full other day uh, still coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, which we will try yeah. to get uh, through now, maybe a little bit quicker, as we're 
almost reaching the uh, the hour now. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The time goes so fast. I mean, the, as we said in the beginning, it was over 40 bands playing exactly. there. Um, so um, about the first two bands on Sunday, I can't say that much. I heard Wings Denied from upstairs again, and I really like the melodies that I heard. Yes. Um, they were on tour with... Uh, with one of the other bands, I think it was Shokran, either Shokran or, yeah, it was Shokran. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from the United States. Um, yeah, I, I, just like you, I didn't manage to see much of them because uh, I believe at that point we were setting up some interviews or yeah. working towards that. Uh, but from what I heard, Sounded sounded interesting. Sounded yes. uh, like a band that I'm gonna go back and and have a, a real listen to. Yeah. Um, downstairs band or yeah, may, side stage. Side stage, yeah. Controversial from Germany. Oh, a German band, yeah. I can't say much about it, to be honest. Once again, a band I I sadly missed out on seeing. So same here. I can't, and I don't know much about them. So yeah. Check out their latest video, Tales of a Shattered Youth. Then, yeah, absolutely. I believe that the one that yeah I I did before the festival. And I think it was the one with where they have like some tiny instruments. So it's like <laughs> a little bit funny. <laughs> that sounds fun. Very fun was also the gig from uh, Thrail Kill. Yeah, um, West Thrail Kill from the United States. Incredibly talented uh, and, and 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 accomplished uh, guitarist, of course. And so that was the like the second. Yeah, we're back in the same territory the, as Archeco. Like, yeah, yeah, fusion, yeah. fusiony, instrumental, but instrument, but yeah. heavy, of course. Yeah, and and he uh, got back with two two other guys he hadn't played uh, in a long time together, as I understood. I don't know their name right now, but they put on a killer show. Hmm. Um, absolutely, I agree. Um, yeah, Frostbit. Yeah, then Frostbit, the <laughs> third Norwegian band on the on the bill, uh, and a band that uh, I found out was about just like a few days before the festival because of course they were Norwegian. I was thinking, oh, that's another Norwegian <laughs> band. Um, very good, very good band. Yeah, uh, I, I, I was surprised to see. Uh, uh, Moshpit uh, so early in the yeah, day downstairs exactly. yeah. and um, yeah. And uh, also very much within the confines or the, the, the style of music that's, that is the core of the festival uh, with their own with their particular own spin, spin yeah. or flavor yeah. to it. Uh, yeah, another band which made and me like happy to see some Norwegians. Yes, yeah. and their bass player, Kevin, was our... 10,000 oh, yeah. likes. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, <laughs> he was and uh, which was very nice of him to press that button and like us so yes. we could get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For the prog space. Yeah, for. Um, um, yeah, well. I, I wonder if we just should skip over this almost because I, I, I don't feel like it's worth spending much time on. No. But, but, if, but if you want to know what happened with the harp machine, you can go online at fa Facebook, ask people who were there. This is. Uh, we want to spend on music that's yeah, worthwhile. That's worth it. This wasn't a very enjoyable gig, and I think that's all we need to say about yes. that. Yeah. 
Um, but then we had a very enjoyable gig coming up. And a very crowded gig yeah, downstairs. which were, were a band that deserved it. I think uh, gained a lot from people coming down and wanting to see some music, uh, some real nice music, <laughs> which they did. Uh, we're talking about Hypophora from the UK. Yes. Yeah. Um, Great stuff. A little bit outside of the 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 the, the, yeah. the usual um 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 core Euroblast sound yeah not a metal core or death core or anything close to that but uh, more of a almost like bluesy alternative uh, funky yeah, yeah just all that more mo- more of a rock band than a metal band yeah. as well which translated well for their sound downstage. Yeah. Uh, and with a hell of a vocalist, yeah, Katie. Katie yeah. got some some lungs on her. some lungs, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and uh, and Karam on the on on the guitar yeah. got some tasty licks as yeah, well. Yeah, he does. Yeah, <laughs> a very charismatic band. Yeah. which which did and, a good and, job. And and I believe they they have the the potential to go far. I would be surprised, yeah, if they, <laughs> if they don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, from from the high energy rock. Um, to something more chilled from Poland, tides yep. from Nebula, something very visual. That probably the most accomplished um, uh, visual show with the lights. Um, some post rock slash post metal from Poland. Um, yeah, uh, somebody oh. said to me during the gig. They said it's like the cosmos is opening up in my head, <laughs> and I do agree with them. It's beautiful uh, statement. Yeah, it's it was it was uh, really really atmospheric. Really really, you know, you feel like you're you feel like you're floating. Yeah, when you're listening to their music, um, and also uh, flawless execution. Yes. Yeah. Definitely, I agree with that. We have uh, shredders. We had shredders from Russia downstairs, and yeah. they yes, they killed it once again. A band I was looking very much forward to. Their their unique blend of styles is, is very very interesting. Yeah, with the and saxophone and and also some poppy melodies, but yeah. but also the core element yeah. and everything. And and they have had like for the last song, they got like. Easily a wall of death downstairs, which was like I, I was so happy for them to to get that kind of audience interaction. I agree. And I I I, I uh, made a video of that wall of death. It was really fun. <laughs> um, very fun gig with Shredders. Yeah. Um, after them betraying the Martyrs upstairs. Yep. Uh, another French band. metalcore. Yeah. And I, I, I'm uh, really energetic gigs, and I also like like the the keyboard player and second mm. vocalist. Uh, they he always jumps into the audience and um, yeah, so creates, it, creates a lot of energy, yeah. creates a lot yeah. of uh, interaction. There's yeah. yeah, so this is a band that knows what they're doing. They know yeah. they're all, they're, they they're know the super audience. super yeah. professional. Yeah. They've been around for a while, um, and. Uh, yeah, and Good I think show. a lot of I think a lot of the people uh, that were there were really looking forward to them, and I I do think that they came out happy from that yeah from that gig yeah. Um, more fusion stuff from Hungary this time downstairs yeah. with Special Providence and uh, and that was good. Yeah, now we're talking real veterans of the this style of this heavy of, fusion, yeah, heavy, heavy fusion, fusion metal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and like you said, incredibly impressive uh, instrumentalists. Uh, 
with a new guitar player, Alec Darson. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, it it's been some it's been a while since I saw them last, but I was really happy to see them again and with a brilliant a brilliant performance. Yeah, I agree. Very very good. Yeah, the headliners. <laughs> For <laughs> now we're, yeah, now we're moving on to the headliners. That that's that's the that was just the biggest party from Voyager. Yeah, our Aussie friends. Yeah, it's so it's so hard to say anything. It's it's so hard to be like to have any constru- constructive criticism mm-hmm. even of Voyager, but just because they do such a good job of engaging the audience yes. and their music is made to be to be played to people live. Yes, yeah. And uh, I can't wait to see them again on Friday <laughs> yes. at Pro- yeah. Pro- Once again, there's gonna be uh, a gig <laughs> with them. But, but yeah, I th- don't think we can say much. But that they they killed it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and yeah, after that, I was just so exhausted that I have to uh, extend my apologies to Tides of Man that I didn't didn't uh, go downstairs to catch their show did you no I didn't I didn't either um, so let's let's check them out and and see yeah uh, come back to them at one point maybe yeah. and say yeah. a little bit about what yeah. what, we, what we missed yeah, yeah. I'm sure we're gonna be sad about it like <laughs> we always are <laughs> probably same with wings denied yeah um but car bomb I saw and that was I mean they're <laughs> fucking insane, brutal, and yeah, like just jaw-droppingly precise, doing their stuff. I mean, that's just that's just mind-blowing what they do. Yeah, not something I would listen to at home, but wow. Yeah, exactly. A perfect headliner for a festival like this. Something that uh, I think uh, there's very few people who go to the f- this festival that wouldn't enjoy that performance yeah so what i saw from it was yeah impressive yeah impressive very much impressive wow that yeah. was that was Euroblast 2019 it the was, 15th edition yeah we are uh, one minute and five uh, one minute one hour one hour. F- one hour and five minutes in yeah i think that, that that's enough for one episode uh for you guys uh i want to thank you for listening and um it was amazing at Europlast. Thank yeah. you, Rune, for joining this uh, experience for 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 sharing this experience thank with me so much with for, us for having me for this. Yeah. And 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 yeah, thank you for for being on the podcast. And I'm looking forward to re-listening and and preparing all the interviews we did at Europlast. And now we go on to Prog Power tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> thank you and freaks out. Thank you. The Freaks Progcast presented by the Prog Space is a production of Stuus Media and is recorded at the Moonbase Studios in Munich. The show is produced by Janine Stangel, Blake Lewis, Kai Metzner, Dario Albrecht, and myself, Randy M. Salo. Our theme music is provided by This Is Not An Elephant. Thanks for tuning in, Freaks. See you next time. Freaks out. Come back.